Hi, this is John Nelson. This is Jimmy Maurer. Hi, I'm Andre Zanoda, and you're listening to the Dallas Soccer Show. Hello and welcome to the Dallas Soccer Show presented by the Striker Texas. I'm Dustin Nation and in this international break episode, we're going to kind of take things a little easy this week. We're going to do a little Ricardo Pepe talk. We had some news coming on on his front. Uh, we've got some training audio. I went out to training and, and talked to uh, Ryan Hollingshead and Paxton Pomacall and Marco. So here here with me on this, this uh, extended international break is Jonathan Ross. How's it going, Jonathan? It's going pretty good. I just now watched uh, U.S. versus Costa Rica. U.S. actually picked up the three points, so the rest of uh, the Twitterverse can relax at least until uh, they play Mexico in about a month. So at least uh, at least we have that going for us, uh, Mister Dustin Nation, while we're breaking taking a break for uh, for FC Dallas. Well, there still is an FC Dallas connection. Like they're they're three and zero when Pepe starts. That's a good point, and uh, and if anything is going positive for FC Dallas right now, it is Pepe's stock continues to rise. Uh, Dan Hunt is cant- counting the dollars, uh, getting ready for I would assume probably the the biggest transfer fee this club's had, uh, and I think probably the biggest piece of news around this club right now is kind of the hype around Ricardo Pepe, some rumors around where he may end up. Uh, probably the, the the one source that that I've seen the most is uh, uh, a guy named Chris Smith who uh, who writes for uh, uh, ninety minute football uh, and his latest uh, scoop is is around a potential move for Ricardo uh, to Wolfsburg, which is uh, a club in the Bundesliga. I think they're sitting about fifth right now. Uh, he's he's kind of been close. It seems like Chris Smith either has like a a connection to family or agent or something, but there's been a, a number of rumors that he's been kind of keeping us up to date on around what's happening with Ricardo Pepe's kind of opportunities where he could end up. Uh, and this is, this is just the latest one with, with Wolfsburg. I, I think the big takeaway is chances are Ricardo Pepe. I think we thought maybe there was a chance he was going to stay until the summer window. Uh, everything is pointing to kind of a, a winter exit for Ricardo. Yeah, I know. I think it was a Andres Zanata was saying we want to keep him around until till after the World Cup, but uh, it seems personal agreements, personal terms. Unless there's some sort of uh, like loan back as a part of this for the rest of of the season, because you know the the Bundesliga is is mid season. The the winner will be the middle of the season. Maybe there's some sort of loan back um, involved. We'll, we'll see. And and it's. You know, it's exciting. I'm I'm excited that it's not an English club in the in the mints. I don't think that I don't know much, but I knew do know that I don't think that the the Premiership or Champions League or Championship uh, side would be a super good choice for him. Yeah, and, and Wolfsburg, at least you know the reading I've done so far, I, I can tell you I'm not a huge Wolfsburg fan, so I don't. Uh, I own a VW, and they're yes. sponsored by VW. That makes me practically an expert. Almost, almost, but uh, it does seem like there's a little bit of a striker depth there. But it's you know potentially a place where Pepe would get some minutes. 
but they'd likely be limited. So uh, unlike if he was to stay here at FC Dallas, where uh, unless Dan Hunt and, and co spend a lot of money in the offseason on another big dollar uh, striker, you know, in addition to the $3 million striker they already have, uh, which seems kind of unlikely. Uh, you know, Ricardo Pepe would be the starter for FC Dallas next year. So uh, it's it's great to see uh, the enthusiasm. Uh, like I think we all kind of know that Ricardo's now gone. So, uh, you know, best wishes to him. Really, it's just about making sure that he ends up in a place where, uh, from a U.S. men's national team perspective and a U.S. men's national team fan, I think we're all hoping he gets a little bit of minutes. Yeah, I don't want to be coming into the World Cup cold for sure. If assuming he gets, you know, keeps getting called up. So, uh, well, while Ricardo Pepe is away with the United, the United States men's national team, uh, the rest of the players are back here in Frisco and they're, they've been training with Marco Ferruzzi and, uh, I think they've been trying to get, uh, some things changed, some big things, some little things. And, uh, so on Monday, I actually made it out to practice and, and was able to speak to, uh, Paxson Pomacall and Ryan Hollingshead. And um, so here is Ryan Hollingshead followed by Paxson Pomacall. So you've had a couple games under Marco, right? And uh, like, what what's the transition been like, like in the, in, as far as training goes, like how does, how do you transition in the training? Like what, what's different now? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's my first time going through a coaching change in the middle of the season. Um, there's a lot of like uh, new ideas that are trying to be implemented. And so uh, drills are kind of like our trainings are taking shape around those ideas that are trying to happen. So you're seeing a lot of like uh, a lot of different movements, a lot of different kind of like ideas we're trying to put together in training. So a lot of the technique is different. Uh, a lot of it's the same though. A lot of it's yep. the same. A lot of the, the, the ideas that we have at FC Dallas, we're just building off of and, and kind of getting back to our fundamentals and back to the basics. And then on top of that, you see a lot of guys with just like a, a new energy, you know, guys that feel like they can come in and earn a spot, come in and fight for a, a role that maybe they felt like they didn't have that chance with the last the last coach or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people kind of get stuck in a rut or kind of get inside their own heads. And then it's kind of this fresh new, new life for them to kind of come back out, seeing a lot of guys with a lot of energy, a lot of competition. So, so the, the, the playoffs kind of long shot at the moment, yeah. not out of, not numerically impossible, but yeah. kind of long shot. So does that change your goals as a player and as at for the rest of the season or is it just win no it really doesn't because uh regardless of what we're doing we need to win every time we step on the field and i think a lot of us here too we've got uh we've got so much more that we're, we're playing for in our careers and our longevity here and so like for me being here at dallas for eight years i want this season regardless of what happens to playoffs I want to start putting things together so that we're ready for next season and the season after. And so even now it's those building blocks of putting together uh, the style we want to play, the way we want to play, getting back to those, those fundamentals. And, uh, and for us, you know, there's, there's never a moment as a player that you can take time off and think like, whatever season's over, Uh, you've got to fight for a spot every single day. And, you know, one thing I pride myself on, I think a lot of our guys do is like, I'm getting like, I'm a veteran, but I want to get better every single day. Like I want to work on whatever I can work on every day. So if I can tweak one little thing or sharpen up one little thing Mm -hmm. and we've got, you know, another month and a half of trainings and games and that's the time to do it. So it's not time to think off season or think, uh, 
honestly even think playoffs right now. Like it's time to think just what's ahead of us. What what is this week of training? What's the game ahead of us? And how can I be the best player for that game? Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm going. Hey, man. How are you doing? Yeah, how are you? All right. Uh, so, a couple of week, couple games underneath Marco. A couple weeks of training. Uh, what's What's yeah. different? I'll ask you the same thing I asked him. Like, what's What's different for you? What's changed? What's the same? Well, I think it's uh, obviously when when a new coach comes in, they they bring their own style, their own. Um, their own way, a way of doing things, but uh, for me, I, I've known Marco for a very long time, and he he was with Oscar for my for my first three years here. So uh, the change for me, I, I, it was f- uh, familiar for me. It was something I, I already knew, and I'd, I'd been doing uh, since I was 16. So um, yeah, it was it was not I wouldn't say an easy transition, but a familiar one for me, and uh, just because I already know the system and, and know what, what what Marco wants out of us. Any focus changes for you personally? Yeah, personally, or? I think, um, well, as a team, I think just more solid defensively. Uh, I think uh, just more urgent to, to deny crosses and, and wide channels and, and defend in the box as a unit and, and shift in a 4-2, have the wingers come back and help. So just d- different concepts like that, that that we've been really trying to focus on. Not saying that they they weren't there earlier in the year, but just really reiterating those those concepts of, of getting back and defending and making sure we're we're keeping our our unit together tight and and also not getting away from what we do offensively but um there's just a few things i mean it's hard to go into depth in, in an interview like this but those are just a couple of things i can say awesome that's it thank, thank you, you. Appreciate it. yeah so not not a whole lot new there just kind of an interesting take on what uh the players have, how the players are kind of viewing this this time um and and how their their perspectives have ch- are changing a little bit uh, and then after, um, and then after I spoke to them, I was actually able to speak to Marco Ferruzzi and ask him a couple questions. Uh, so here is that. All right. So a couple weeks without games, how's it going? Let's, um, all the training sessions have been very uh, productive and enjoyable. It's great that we had this time to be perfectly honest. Uh, we went straight into a grind of three games, you know, we knew that was, uh, you know our schedule to, to start off with and uh, I think we uh, rose to each occasion uh, didn't get the results that we wanted completely but every single one of them was uh, productive learning experience and we put a lot of football out there that uh, you know results aside uh, matter to what we're doing in our in our development and our training sessions we understand that we don't have a ton of runway this is not a preseason uh, this is an end of season run but this is what we've been given. So to have this international break and to train, uh, I feel great about it. The response has been fantastic. And uh, I know the, the playing is going to exhibit that. So with this extended training time that you guys have, are mm-hmm. you how, like, how much of that is looking towards the last run and how much of it is focused on LA? Uh, LA will focus specifically on probably towards the latter part of this week. Uh, last week was the extension of uh, concepts and principles that we're still developing in our group, uh, just to make us an overall steely group. Um, we will delve into the details of LAFC uh, by, by Thursday and by the weekend. We'll be training over the weekend as well. 
So um, uh, right now, like I said, we've taken this opportunity to have some quote unquote free days to, to still develop some of these other things training uh, concepts and modules that are developing our lines, our players, you know, um, you know, our roster, so to speak, and getting them performance ready. Don't get run over here. Um, I know before, before you were interim coach or coach, um, you were out here quite often, but now that you've taken over, um, has there any, been, been any surprises that you've, that you've, um, seen at, like from the players as you've or, like involved in, in the training every day mm -hmm. um, no I, I know the group that we've had all alone which is a talented group and a hard-working group um, so I wouldn't say there's been a, a big difference in terms of uh, uh, quality or, or attitude or professionalism the group has always been sound has always been sound I think just uh, perhaps how we're uh, training in our modes in terms of concentration, intensity, um, kind of pushing ourselves a little bit past that comfort zone mm -hmm. and being a little bit uncomfortable but realizing that we can live in that world too. Um, I've, I've seen a good response in that. Uh, that's not something that you train or change completely in a, in a week. But it's also stuff that was in there to begin with, with all of these guys. So I wouldn't say that there's been a 180 or a 360 or any other version of the, the math. It's just been um, locked in and focused on this real time effort that everybody's giving. So I know it's gonna serve them well in these next five games and, and beyond 100%. So um, what we talk about in MLS is the two-way player. Um, these guys are going to have it well, well adapted into their game, well ingrained in their game. And uh, what happens next for them, they're going to be well prepared. Yeah, so as we heard there, Feruzzi and company are are looking to turn right around, like either today or tomorrow, turn uh, towards LAFC and start focusing on the LAFC match. Um I think that's Wednesday, a week from Wednesday. So there's plenty of time for Pepe to get back and get caught up, get rested up after playing almost a full 90 this week. So, uh, and then, you know, Shun coming back from Europe, there's plenty of time. They don't have a game this weekend. So that's, that is a, a positive if you're going to look for one. Yeah. And, and it's really going to be interesting to see, because this is really Marco's first opportunity to put his own stamp on the club. Uh, he's had the three matches before, you know, since he's taken over as the the temporary head coach. But this is really the first time where he's got a couple of weeks to really plan and prep and put, you know, potentially a different game plan in place. So uh, I, I don't imagine you being there on at practice that you could see anything that made you think that, uh, you know, gave you some uh, indications of what may be changing. No, I didn't see anything on um at the part I, I showed up towards the end and uh, they had they had pretty much kind of broken down into small groups and so I didn't get to see any anything like that. But, um, you know, Marco did did mention, hey, listen, this is not a this is not a preseason. It's not a full preseason. Like we can't do everything we want. We can do some things. but We can't do everything we want. So 
Uh, he was, he, he was careful to stress that to me. Um, but yeah, uh, LSC rolls into town on Wednesday, October 20th at 7 PM. And it seems like the next two games is FC Dallas versus all of LA. So Dallas LA, uh, matchup where, um, on Saturday, the 23rd FC Dallas goes out to Carson and plays LA galaxy, uh, 9 PM central. So, so looking forward to Dustin with, you know, LAFC coming to town, they'll actually be fighting for their playoff life. So they're sitting below the playoff line today. So I think that they're going to come in here really looking to to take it to, to FC Dallas and try to pick up three points. Uh, they, they're they're actually playing uh, before FC Dallas. They have a game against San Jose on Saturday. Uh, so this will be a, a back-to-back for them where FC Dallas is coming in uh, with a nice long two-and-a-half-week rest. So uh, I, I Looking forward to the LAFC match because I, I do think it will be very entertaining to watch. Uh, and then you, as you mentioned, you know they'd be going to to Carson to play the Galaxy. So uh, even though FC Dallas isn't necessarily fighting for anything, both those clubs I think are going to really be looking to try to get something out of those matches. Is they're both sitting on kind of opposite sides of the playoff line, trying to to get at seven and stay above. Yeah, can FC Dallas play spoiler to? Either one of the team's playoff runs. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, so just a quick programming note. We are going to not have an episode next week in preparation for the LAFC match. Um, you, we will be in your podcast app following the LA Galaxy match. Uh, rack onto the usual schedule for the rest of the month. Uh, so you can make sure you can you can always be notified when you we have a new episode just by hitting that subscribe button in your podcast app. You can also follow us on Twitter as at Dallas Soccer Show and check our website at DallasSoccerShow.com. And we're also over at TheStrikerTexas.com. For Jonathan Roz, I'm Dustin Nation. Thanks so much for listening.